And I hope that uh, everyone involved who's not an actor, including all of the cast and, and, and especially the crew, never get another fucking job. <laughs> Jeez. Hear that lonesome whippoorwill He sounds too blue to fly The midnight train is whining low I'm so lonesome I could Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I'm your host, Adam Portress, and I'm joined again by Matt Smith. Hey, everybody. Yeah. We're here after like two weeks of not being here. You know, these things Although technically happen. we were here last week. It was just yeah. not on this show. Yeah, it's things are happening. Things are around. Things are doing. It's that time of year. And I'm back on a normal sleeping schedule now. So that's also what kind of helped <laughs> screw this shit along the uh, road as we go. Yeah, but, for those of you uh, who don't know, Adam's been uh, doing like split shifts. <laughs> and uh, that has fucked our ability to do the show all to hell. Because, um, like, when you're available, I'm not available, I'm not available, you're not available. It's just, it's it's a clusterfuck of crazy, so. Yeah, but we're back. And, and we got, got stuff. A, we've got a pretty light week this week, movie-wise. But I think we're, uh, we'll, we'll, thin it, we'll, uh, we'll thicken it up with a little uh, with a little of uh, discussion, a little uh, cornstarch of discussion, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thicken It'll that motherfucker. Show. Thicken it. But <laughs> next week, we'll be right the fuck back at it. Exactly. So, and now, if the lyric, if the uh, music here hasn't tipped you off, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be uh, reviewing the new uh, biopic. I would say, yeah, sure, it's yeah. A biopic. Why not? I mean, that's biopic. enough as it is. Uh, so we're gonna be seeing. I saw the light. Uh, the Hank Williams uh, story or whatever. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what. It's not. That's not a subtitle. I just kind of gave it. That. It's not. But it, that is what the movie is. It, it is that. It sort is, of. I mean, they really, yeah, to a degree. Uh, so we'll talk about that and uh, whether or not it was successful. It didn't make a lot of money at the box office, so uh, country fans uh, know. Of course, it's all right. I'm, a, I'm. We'll start. We'll start here. <laughs> it's gonna okay. be. It's gonna be one of them shows. Um, all right. So. I uh I went on a date not too awful long ago, and uh, I know this person will probably never ever ever hear this. So it's a okay that I say it. Um, and it was just like she's like, well, I I I like country music and stuff, and I was just like, well, you know, I I like country music, but it's got to be like your Hank Williams, your Johnny Cash, you know, stuff like that. Uh, the the late great Miller Haggard. Um, uh, but. And she was just like, no, I just I can't stand that stuff. I like the old kind of just like the new, you know for lack of a more relevant country person. Yeah, redneck pop. Yeah, like your Shania Twain's. I know that's like I know that's like 15 years well, ago, but that's Some all of that's good too, but like Some of it's you know, good, but it's it, but it ain't but it ain't but, country. No, but like 20 years ago, really after Garth Brooks uh kind of Yeah, he kind of uh, ushered in more of a big po- uh, kind of a I mean pop aesthetic, oh yeah. I guess you could say to country No, that's music why I'm sure. blaming him for it. Yeah. Although although I don't hate Garth Brooks, but like uh it was like the he ushered success. in, and then everybody after him, it was just like a bunch of, you know, like fucking Toby Keith. Yeah, that kind of And crap. all that type of shit, where it's like, hey, girl, every, every fucking woman's a girl. They never date women in these fucking songs. No, no. Uh, they always got hey, slide date- on it over in their pickup truck or whatever the fuck they're in. And their when's John the last Deere time trucker. that you rode in a truck that had bench seats? Right. Never. Well, I don't, I don't fucking ride in trucks Because ever. safety won't allow us to. 
Because because Uh-oh. we're safer than that. Everyone's having buckets. No one's in bench seats anymore. Stop writing about bench seat country music, people. Well, I don't, I don't know what they're fucking. Unless you got to specify you my know, 1977 like, Chevrolet. It's the it's just that it's like it's a bunch of lyrics about good old boy party bullshit and fucking red solo cups and like what fucking garbage. I can't stand that shit. I listen to a lot of new country too, like. Like old style uh, country, but Jesus fucking Christ, yeah, you can't, that shit uh, together. It's yeah. anyway your story about this. Anyways, but. no, that was it. She was just like, I really like the new stuff, and I was uh, just so like, you, oh, so there's fuck it, you're done. I was like, well, we're out here, so I mean, it's just like, first of all, it's like I'm not a huge country music fan myself to just to begin with, out and by itself. I mean, I like it well enough. I mean, like I said, old stuff. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to say yes, I'm a huge country music fan by any stretch of the imagination. But it is one of those things where it's just like, mm, that's one of your favorites. Ah, that's rough. <laughs> that's a that's a big one. That's a big one. So yeah, yeah look, I'm not. To, you know, I never turn off to nothing, but you never know. But uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, in in any case, no Anywho. one fucking saw that movie this week. It, no, uh, so no one saw. Sec- it. Second second week in release, it uh, added um, seven hundred and thirty six theaters to be in seven hundred and forty one, and it has oh, earned seven hundred and forty five thousand dollars. Off of what we would say, minimum ten movie. Two, two weeks. No, no, I'm talking about the 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 budget. What do you what do you think? Ten. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, maybe right. Most of the <clears throat> most of this film's budget has to just be Hiddleston's salary. Hiddleston's pay. Um, not seeing one here. Yeah, I haven't seen it listed anywhere. Nah, but I suppose, so it's probably it's probably pretty low. It's probably right, like it's I mean, 20. like like. You know, the, there are other people in this movie, like Elizabeth Olsen kind of probably commands a little bit of a salary these yeah, days. She's, she's getting there. She's getting there. But but I'd say that the majority of this film's budget was Hiddleston, and it's probably like his for this, because uh, stars usually take pay cuts to do these types of projects anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd say we're looking between 10 and $20 million, Yeah, that's somewhere in there. I guess. So we'll be talking about that movie and whether, you know, maybe you should have gone to see it. Maybe you were smarts to miss it. So we don't know. Uh, we do know because we all, we saw the movie and we have I don't know if we have different opinions but we got opinions <laughs> so we'll we talk do about, have opinions and you will see that's what never they something are we're light on here is opinions we we yeah. got those in spades uh, all right so anything what have you been watching lately I know you went to see a, a a fairly new movie the other day yeah well so so I went to go see uh, my my big fat Greek wedding two which opened I think the same weekend as Batman Superman I yeah, think good kind of programming there. Uh, I mean, I don't think that movie's done poorly at the box office. It was crowded when I was in there, although, you know, it's not like tearing up shit, but it's grossed $36 million in right. two weeks. For, for that kind of but, film, that's not bad. No, that's fine. Uh, it probably cost less than that to make, uh, but, probably. you know, like, it was it was pretty good, right? So if you've ever seen My Big Fat Greek Wedding... Um, it was kind of a breakout indie wood hit uh, about a decade ago, and that was and that was the cool time when it was just like that was one of those that really kind of came out of nowhere. It was mm-hmm. from people that no one really knew, and it was just like wow. And then it just like it kept growing week after oh, yeah. week. Yeah, it was, after it was week. a big was phenomenon. Yeah, and uh, everybody really liked it. And then. Uh, Hollywood tried to get uh, like uh, the star and and the person who wrote that film, Nia Vardalos, uh, like 
tried to get her in some other stuff and wasn't quite as successful as they might have been. Mm-hmm. Not because she's not great, but I think they tried to just shove her in similar roles and uh, they ended up just being in shitty movies. Um, but uh, this one is pretty good. Uh, it's It goes back to kind of what we're familiar with, um, which is not always a bad thing, as those of us who like things like Jurassic World or Star Wars The Force Awakens will tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of recaptures some of the magic. I was in a packed theater this weekend. Uh, most people there were, uh, you know, in their late 40s, early 50s or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all really dug it, and I was laughing. I thought it was fun. Um, that's really all I can say about it. It's, a, it's kind of a retread uh, plot-wise, right? Uh young except now it's like not nia verdalos is uh not the the main girl that's trying to come out from this kind of uh smothering family Mm -hmm. it's it's her daughter right um but that transition's handled nicely and uh you know so it's her daughter trying to kind of break free from this family that's just all up in her shit all the time um because because they're greeks right um I'm in the up business. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, oh, there are grill. some interesting character moments for all of her uh, brothers and sisters and brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law in this thing. Um, John Corbett is always uh, like a handsome fellow to look at on screen. Um, yeah, I, I'd say if you like uh, my Big Fat Creek writing, uh, like go see this. You maybe already have. I don't know. It's been out for uh, two weeks now, but... I rather enjoyed it. Um, the other movie that I went to see in theaters is um, a movie from 1989 called The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover. Have you ever seen this film? I've uh, heard it mentioned in books. So <laughs> so this, uh, this movie is kind of nutso, and uh, I had not seen it since I was an undergrad. And so I was really uh, looking forward to seeing it again. Uh, it's, uh, like I said, from 1989, it's directed by a British filmmaker, Peter Greenaway, who uh, has done a few things here and there. Uh, he stopped making movies for a while and just did other stuff, um, and now he's back to making movies. But um, it, it stars like uh, Michael Gambon is in it, uh, Helen Mirren, Tim Roth, uh, Siren Hines, um, just a lot of people. So a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of nobodies. Although back then, some of them were almost That's nobodies, true. At right? the time, yeah, for sure. Um, so this film was kind of notorious. It was one of those uh, late 80s Miramax releases here. Mm-hmm. And it got slapped with an NC-17 uh, for, uh, you know, sex, mostly. And like all good things that Miramax was releasing back then, uh, they used their tried-and-true business strategy of kind of um, – playing the controversy to get people in the theater. So using the controversy as marketing material, which uh, Harvey and Bob have always been very good about doing. Um, So the the plot of this thing is pretty simple. Uh, It takes place entirely on uh, like sequential nights at dinner at this restaurant that's owned by this uh, criminal who abuses his wife, the the criminal, the thief, is played by Michael Gambon. His wife is Helen Mirren. And um, they, uh, they, go to, they go to this restaurant that he owns every night. The cook, 
makes special meals all the time, but he treats his wife like shit and everybody else in the restaurant like shit. He's like the most despicable uh, human being possible. Um, and then she meets uh, this other diner there one night and they just start having an affair in the restaurant. Uh, so like various places and eventually the cook like will hide them away in the kitchen so they can uh, have lots of sex while she's taking her quote unquote restroom breaks. That's going to bring down the sanitation record. Um, yeah, well, it's yeah. I mean, but the thing about this movie is it's not it's not realistic, right? There's something that's a that's a little bit like um, like delicatessen. Mm-hmm. or or uh, like Amelie about this, right? Some magical realism going on. Um, and and the color in this film is just insane. Uh, it, it's gorgeous to look at. Uh, there's plenty of Helen Mirren nudity. Um, Which we all can appreciate. Who can't? Um, and it, it's got like the most fucked up ending for an art film I've ever seen in my life. Um <laughs> So it's highly recommended. If you've never seen this movie in the U S it is streaming on Netflix currently. Um, do yourself a favor and watch this thing. The cook, the thief, his wife and her lover. Um, you, I don't think you'll be disappointed. It is artsy, but it's like not out there. artsy. It's just really fucking amazing filmmaking. Um, other than that, uh, been watching all the shit you guys have already talked about over on the uh, hero movie podcast so yeah we've seen that supermans <laughs> supermans uh that daredevils there's devil there's devil is uh, which good. i quite liked i haven't been able to talk about it so uh yeah, like right. I, I i really did like uh the season overall mm-hmm. um i think the punisher stuff is much stronger than the hand storyline true true um it like it just drags for about two or three episodes leading up to that uh, final episode which was bitching and then you're like yeah (laughs) yeah um so so you know but that's kind of also how the first season was there were some lulls in there it's it's part of uh i think the weirdness of of how we are making television now is um like cocky with the episodes well, Netflix and Marvel have committed to making 13 episodes ah. for this series, right? And it's like, maybe that storyline needs 10. Yeah, you, you're thinking, like, and, maybe and just I, go British style and be like, hey, here's the amount you got. Yeah, just take the amount the story needs to tell. Uh, and, like, you know, I, I feel like... But, yeah, at the same time... We, just I, to- I, I understand having some sort of locked-in format for how they're going to transition from, like... 22 fucking episodes a season uh but it is just like it doesn't have to be 13 you know what i mean yeah but devil's advocate here let's say daredevil season one goes for 13 and then daredevil season two goes for 10 people get people will go ape shit so you know well you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't yeah but also fuck fuck people man netflix can do whatever the fuck they want they will set the Netflix barn on fire. You don't understand. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like, they, they do shit that's not conventional all the fucking time. I mean, half the British series that they have exclusive rights to uh, are fewer than six episodes any fucking way. Yeah. And, and, like, people just need to get off their fucking dick about it. You know, like, Daredevil Season 2 would have been perfectly fucking amazing at 10 or 11 episodes. It didn't need 13 of them. Mm. Um, that's not saying that I hated any of it. It is just, 
there's a way to move the story along and not have those kind of protracted lulls in storytelling where you're just kind of, I don't know, like having an episode where everybody's just going through the paces and there's just a lot of dialogue that is not even necessary because you know, like it's just talking about shit that you already know is going on. Mm. Um, but I thought it was another fucking home run. The The Punisher is amazing in it. I really liked Electra. I just thought the storyline in the latter half of the season did not have quite the same punch as uh, the first half. Oh, I can see that. I mean, I can see so, that. So that's all it was. Uh, I really liked him as Frank Castle, though. Uh, what's his name? From, John Berthal? Uh, yeah, yeah, Bernthal. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He, he's one of those guys, like, he annoyed the fuck out of me for, like, the first season of Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, and then he, like, was all right during the second season. Uh, and then I was pissed off because he didn't get killed the way he was supposed to get killed. Right. And uh, that had nothing to do with him, but I was just pissed off at that point. <clears throat> and then um, I saw him in Fury. I was great in that. And he was fucking amazing, right? And so mm-hmm. that movie, like, I knew... Okay, this guy's gonna be there's pretty something, good. There's something. There's sure. something in this guy. Yeah, and he and plays so I was like really a, happy with that. Shit. And he plays, but he plays kind of very bold character. He's like oftentimes very casted as a very bold kind of character. He's like rolling mm-hmm. Wolf of Wall Street and stuff like that. It's very kind of uh, you know broad character, if yeah, you will. Yeah, of course. And I could see people just going like, ah, oh, look at him. He's kind of doing more or less the same sort of thing. But like, you see, you see everything that we've got with him in this. And I, I'm really, really impressed. And I, and honestly, I think this is the best work he's ever done. Yeah, I think so too. And, uh, like I really want a fucking Punisher series now. Uh, you going to get one, son. Good. It's they happening. better fucking do it. It's happening. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, my guess is you're looking at about probably a 90% chance of that happening. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I just hope. Netflix needs to like pick up the pace on some of that shit. What are you talking about? They're putting out two shows a year for Christ's sakes. Yeah, but I mean that's so that's uh, four years out to the Defenders, right? And that's assuming that they're going to do that show before all the other shows get their second seasons, like they're sure to fucking do. Yeah. Well. Right. Because because nobody like when they originally made that deal, it was going to be Daredevil, mm-hmm. then Jessica Jones then Luke Cage, then Iron Fist, and then Defenders, right? Just one after the other, no second seasons guaranteed, all that shit. And then all of a sudden they were like, we're printing money up in this motherfucker. Then it turns out everybody loves that shit. (laughs) Like, we way underestimated this. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, you know, maybe we'll do Daredevil Season 2 next year, right? And so then it becomes, okay, well, we've got, like, two series a year, but, like, one of them now is Season 2 of Daredevil. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just like, can we get to the fucking like, just turn <laughs> that shit out, motherfuckers. Listen, I like because we were looking for like Stallone connections, all that kind of stuff. And I was messing around and like all the art people work on every show pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they are. Trust me, they're working to the bone over there. Those cats have not stopped <laughs> working in two years. No, I look, I know I'm not, I'm just saying it'd be nice to get to the defenders before I'm uh, 37. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be old and gray and be like, what's going on here? Who, huh? Defender? What now? Uh, but it's good. No, I'm, I'm really excited to see what they're doing there. And, uh, you know, Luke Cage coming up next month and it's coming up so fast. That's the crazy part. It like, is. Oh, yeah, by the way, September, September, we're dropping all 13 episodes of Luke Cage on you. So watch the fuck out. And you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, I will. 
and uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, so I so mean, what you been doing? What not, you been not a ton of things. I will say this: I picked it up the other day. I haven't as I, I've seen the first half, but I haven't seen the second half of. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so you, you ever see you ever see these comics in the stores that are both the comic book and they have the like the movie in them too? They're all from DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so That's I picked thing in like Best Buy and shit. Yeah, exactly. So they were like on sale at Best Buy this week. So it's like, hey, I get the Blu-ray, a DVD copy, the digital copy, and a copy of uh, The Dark Knight Returns for twenty bucks. Sure, right, right on. Uh, so I so I did that, picked it up and everything. Now I'd seen the first uh, the first half because this actually this Batman movie is in two parts. Uh, right. It's that long. I seen the first part. I liked it. I hadn't gotten around to the second part yet, but uh, uh, pr- pretty good. I mean, it's always tough to hear different voices for different things sometimes with animated things that you've kind of grown up with for 20 years. But, uh, you know, if you can get over that, you're fine. But I will say this, man, that that trailer they put out for The Killing Joke, woo, we're going to get yeah. started, man. I am excited for that. Oh, yeah, that one I'm anticipating picking up, actually. I haven't bought one of those probably since uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, wow. That's like one of the OGs right there. Yeah, like I got that one and uh, the Batman anime thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're I've watched about. almost all of them, but I, I haven't plopped down the cash for any of them in quite some time. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of hit and miss with some stuff. I mean, you know, the... Um the Brad Bird Justice League one was kind of interesting. I wasn't blown away by it, but it was an interesting idea. It's kind of like an alternate uh, universe sort of thing. Uh, right. That was fun. That that was okay. Um, Justice League Thirds of Atlantis. We we reviewed that on H and P and laughed our balls off because it was just 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 it's silly. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's again like and that's the thing with this. I, I like to say a lot of these animated things are like they're not horrible. <laughs> they're usually not amazingly good, <laughs> but they're not bad. I mean, if I was like, if I was like fourteen or something, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" It'd be like, it'd be really bitching then. But in your thirties, it's just like, well, I have seen this kind of before, and it's it's good. It's maybe not rocking my balls off, but it's good. I don't know. And of course, we got Justice League versus Teen Titans coming out, and uh, we're going to be reviewing that. Uh, if not the week after our hundred, maybe that's episode one hundred and one. I think for H and P. So uh, that's coming. I don't know. I ain't on your schedule. That's coming. <laughs> Uh, so there's that. I've been kind of, I've been kind of messing around and stuff. I, I've been catching up on, uh, the previous season of, uh, it's always sunny and, uh, mm-hmm. that show still just makes my, makes my laugh hot. Yeah. And they're never going to fucking cancel that show. No, for a while it looked like, like the last season was going to be their last one. And then they were like, we signed for three more seasons. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's great to keep turning that shit out, man. There was a, there was one episode. I forget which one it was. It's probably like two or three into the season or so. And, uh, it is done all like, there's a whole segment that is all done. One used to say in the style of rope, but I guess now we say Birdman, <laughs> where it's all just uh, one shot not. and everything. <laughs> I know, let's go rope just to be just to, you know. Uh, but, uh, it's done really well, choreographed really good. And I, I just, I always appreciate that as somebody who's like, you know, kind of worked in TV and film and stuff to, cause I, I know what they're doing and I know how hard it is to do. And to also at the same time, make it look like it's not hard. Right. That's, that's some damn good talent and stuff, but, uh, really enjoy that. So it was like, it was all Charlie trying to get the, uh, health inspection, uh, to go through that came out. They kind of came out of nowhere and everything. And this, this whole organizing people of like, you go over in this way, you go over this way. Now bring this guy back here, but this over there and that over there. And it's just kind of like a, like a crazy, like what if Lucy was on meth? 
Uh, it'd be about like, <laughs> like, like something like that, and done in one shot. Uh, but it was it's a lot of fun. And uh, let's see what else do I got. I, I picked up. I didn't. I said I wouldn't do it. I said I wouldn't do it, but I did it. I went and picked up uh, Star Wars on Blu-ray. I know it's coming out. I know there's going to be a better edition coming out. I know that there's going to be one that's got 3D. Even though I don't have a 3D television yet, I would have bought one if you know a 3D copy had I had one because I'm futurizing myself. Yeah, fucking uh, man. Everybody owns four million copies of every was, Star Wars movie. But yeah, anyway. it was just like, oh god, and the like. And I'll say this: Bravo to you, Best Buy, for finally. I get it. You're trying to put limited edition stuff out there, but you had enough of the steel cases to where I could come two days later after the initial sale, and it's and they still have steel cases available. Fucking, I yeah, understand see, you're trying to make some that's stuff what exclusive, I but for the, fucking uh, step for it the up. Double dip. That's what I saved for the double dip. I just got the standard one. Yeah. Double dip. I'll uh, I'll pick up the higher end one. That's pretty. It was a, it's it was a pretty looking case, and I'm just I was like, eh, six seven bucks or whatever. I whatever. That fine. one only had a uh, Rilo Kylie on it, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but you know, so looking forward to you know kind of cranking that up this weekend because uh, I like that movie. But uh, let's speaking of, speaking of that movie, let's let's cruise sure. into what we saw today. Uh, as we're recording this, they just dropped the first teaser trailer for uh, Rogue One: A Star Wars Story. I think that's a full complete title, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so this is the first offshoot of the kind of regular canonical one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight that we've been uh doing and now we're going to um go into one of the kind of it's it's it, it is a prequel i guess technically yeah yeah it's it is a uh what do, what do you want to call it I, well it's a prequel to uh i mean it's concurrent with actually it's a fucking prequel to all that shit right the first one would have never happened without them having yeah the so this Star is this is, so it yeah, is a prequel so the, exactly so yeah this is a prequel that happens between you know right after uh between episodes three and uh and four. Yeah. Or as I like to say, it's, uh, Just it's the, one before. the proper prequel to star Wars. It's gonna, <laughs> I'm calling it now headlines everywhere. The prequel we should have had. Oh, oh. it is the only prequel to star Wars. This is the prequel you deserve. I refuse to fucking call that movie episode four or a new hope from 1977. It's called star Wars people. 2000. Yeah. Right until two thousand and one, that shit was fucking Star Wars. Yep. So fuck that bullshit. <laughs> I ain't calling it that. It's I've... Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Those are those films' fucking names. Yes, I know that in the logos they say Star Wars on them, but no one then was calling it Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. That's true. Or Star Wars Episode five or whatever the fuck that's a good point you know I, I i'll be honest with you in all of my years of star wars fandom i never really thought of that but you were absolutely correct that's really weird is how we just don't go calling you know the force awakens the force awakens and but it's right. star wars episode seven the force awakens right huh all that all that shit is 2000s bullshit that I blame Lucas for. Yeah, I didn't. I fucking never thought of that shit. But you're you're a hundred percent. Wow, that's yeah. kind of blowing my mind. So right I, I'm not even going to call this a Star Wars. I'm just going to fucking call it Rogue One. Yeah. That's and then you should un fucking understand what I'm talking about. I like now. Now I like the title Rogue even more. One. Yeah. Instead of and, and at least the and at least the um, if you're going to do the uh, the subtitle there, 
it's yeah. underneath it. It's not, you know, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not plopping Wars its dick on it on the table and then saying you're here. It's just going, so, Hey, we're here. And Star Wars episode 3.5 rogue one, a yeah. Star Wars adventure. I, I was thinking it was a, uh, point five, just a regular yeah. point five to, from the three <laughs> to the point five to the, I don't know. Beats the fuck out anyway. Of me. So this fucking trailer came out. Okay, so the trailer came out, and I gotta say, I am like, I, I was. We were talking uh, off off air and here and everything. Before uh-huh. this trailer, like I'd I'd heard you know a little bit of the cast, uh, you know obviously the main story of these are the guys who were going to get the plans that would eventually blow up the Death Star, and it's going to be kind of a a heist movie, if you will. Right. And um, so I was like, okay, information gotten. I, I understand it, and it seems like okay, that might be fun. I don't know what they're. I don't know how well it could really be. I mean, we know what happens and everything, and so, uh-huh. but it's gonna obviously their job to make this a story that's gonna be compelling, even though that we all know the ending to it. Um, so I was, I was probably, I was hovering at a three, maybe. I was just like, you know, it's another Star Wars movie. I mean, I hope it's good. I enjoyed Force Awakens, so one would imagine that they're still on a good trek here. But with making a Star Wars film, literally every year at this point, uh, until you know the mouse dies. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, we're going to have to get used to this. So with this, I was just like, okay, well, it's another one in the batch there. And I got to say, I went from a three to about a nine by the end of this trailer. Cause I was like, and I, I watched it there at work uh, on my phone, which I don't really like doing. I usually like to at least get to my house to see it on, you know, at least a 50 inch screen and right. stuff. But I was just like, well, everyone's going to talk about it spoiling or whatever the fuck so i'm just like well i'm gonna watch it now i don't know if i'm gonna stay away from the trailers as much as uh, with this one as i was as i did with um episode eight or nine or whatever the fuck we <laughs> well it looks like there's not gonna be that many of them well that's well that's good i hope there's not because like, like this is just a proper teaser trailer mm-hmm. instead of a fucking teaser for a teaser trailer yeah the 36 frames of that Right. So, kind of, so this is an actual teaser. Yeah. Uh, which means probably sometime in the summer, I would imagine. Mm. Well, that's tough because it's all the way in December. So how much of the FX work is done? I mean, right. I don't know. Well, Marvel's got Civil War and what else this year? Uh, those are that's the big one. Is there something else? Doesn't Marvel have another fucking movie this year? Mm. Surely they do. Oh man! Oh fuck! Hold on. On H and P, man, we go week to week with all these things. We're trying to scoop up something. <laughs> it's like, what are we going to do for the next three weeks? That's our planning schedule. I we don't go. What's know it, there's what happens right? in October? <laughs> I wish we knew. Um, Doctor Strange. There you November, go. There you right? go. How the fuck can we forget think, that? Well, because they just started releasing shit from. Yeah. That. God damn it! it Any, looks anyway, so Doctor Strange. All uh, right. Uh, not to lose nerd cred. I'm just fucking tired as fuck. And these movies are hard to keep up with their fucking schedules because <laughs> they all shoot here now. So, like, I, I'm inundated with information, like, constantly about shit going on in Atlanta. Um, Stay anyway, off of that so Doctor be Strange is probably when we'll get a full trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that sounds about right. Right. That's November 4th. They're aiming for a Christmas release. That'll again. be that's the that's the dick on the tra- t- table trailer. That's going. Yeah. What's up, son? Rogue One is coming. Yeah. Get get thyself prepared. And and you know maybe we'll get another teaser somewhere. Uh, maybe I but I hope because I, I they bank did, on it. they were smart with 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 keeping the the other Star Wars stuff as minimal as it was. I think that's a smart right. plan. I don't think you need to go and just keep keep giving us these like, hey, here's another thing. Hey, here's another thing. And then it's just basic. We basically seen the you know half the film and trailer already. 
I don't want that. But this trailer right here got me excited. Um, I, and I think, I think, gosh, I think this is going to be just a breakout for all these people because the stars that are in this movie, for the most part, I mean, say for like guys like Forrest Whitaker, are like they're stars, right? I mean, yeah. I would, but but they're not like they're not like a lister stars. It's not like you know household names. But honestly, well, well it depends on where you are, right? Hmm. Uh, like like. I think a fair chunk of people know who Mads Mikkelsen is. Mads Mikkelsen, going, perhaps, because he's gotten a lot bigger profile over the last. And like, three he's years. going to be in Doctor Strange as well. Yeah, uh, but also like Donnie Yen is a massive fucking star. Oh my God, and, Donnie Yen! I am. Well, most Americans don't probably don't know who Donnie Yen is. That but, doesn't matter. You but, want to talk yeah. about solving Star Wars issue in Asia? Oh my! Oh my God! I didn't know even think is, of that. Market this as a fucking Donnie Yen movie because I'm sure his role is probably pretty big. We see him in the trailer, right? Um, Which I think is significant given that it's just a teaser. Mm -hmm. Um, So, right, like I think uh, it may make some inroads there finally. I did not think Uh, of the Asia Donnie uh, Donnie Yen uh, paradigm here, but that's fucking – Because he's a huge star in China. But here's the thing, and he's great. Yeah, he's fucking That's amazing. That's the best part is that it, it, he's fucking great. Yeah. And now, it's not just um, like, hey, we just shoved some guy in here because we know the Asian market's going to love it. It's like, we got the most, one of the most badass dudes in the past 20 years. Yeah, that everybody loves. Thing. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, but, you know, I w- I've been pretty excited about this. I've been more excited, actually, about this movie than any of the, uh, like, official sequels, right? So the the episodic sequels. Mm-hmm. Um. All because I've, you know, like one of the best things about Star Wars fandom, I was never like a massive fan, right? I'm not going to compete with somebody like Patton Oswalt and even know like fucking side characters names. <laughs> I don't know that shit. I'll be right up front about it. It's never been the thing that interested me about this. So like, you know, I, 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 that doesn't mean that I'm not a fan. You it's didn't just measure not your nerd dick by right? what you knew about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Um, but... I've always been interested in like the expanded universe shit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, read a, a fair amount of Star Wars novels back in the day before they were all kind of stripped from canon, um, and and so I've just been like, oh yeah, fi- like finally we can break away from fucking Skywalker's, mm-hmm. right? Like fucking finally maybe we can get away from Anakin and his daddy issues. <laughs> um, so uh, so here we have this movie mm-hmm. that is going to tell a side story to the first film, right? That ties directly into the plot of that film. Right. And it's directed by Gareth Edwards. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that was the next thing I was going to bring up. Yeah. Because this guy, I like, I know that that Godzilla movie that he did is a little divisive, but I, I fucking it. love that movie. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I think it's great. Uh, if, you know, maybe you hate the way that he handles Godzilla in it. I don't fucking know what your problem is there. Um, but it definitely demonstrates that he can handle a fucking budget mm-hmm. and big actors and turn in a product that most people like. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I think that bodes well for his ability to fit into a pre-established universe. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I just think he has a way with visuals, man. The, what excites me the most about the Star Wars films coming up is that they're doing exactly what Marvel did. Mm-hmm. And they are attaching interesting filmmakers to them. 
right? Yeah. So like the fact that Ryan Johnson's directing episode eight, I'm actually really excited about. I don't give a fuck about J.J. Abrams. Uh, we've had that conversation multiple times. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I found out that Ryan Johnson was directing episode eight, I was like, that one is the fucking one that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, because that guy can do some shit. And I hope they let him do just a little bit of it. I, I think they I think they are. I think I mean I'm just I and here's the thing, man. And I'll say it and I'll say it and I'll say it again. These movies being shot on film is making all the goddamn difference. It really fucking is. The this movie in this trailer is absolutely gorgeous. I mean and, I mean, and I real, seen it on film. And so I can't say that, right? Uh like it is all digital. That's my entire argument every time is like this it, thing has not been filmed. Though. But it photographs different. Since, that's just since it was uh, – that's that's fine if you think that. I don't think it does anymore. I don't think it does. Mm, okay. I mean I think um, in, the, in the hands of masters I'd say yes. But it outside, it, but the, in the hands of other masters for other you know mediums I'd say I not. don't know. I, I'm, I'm all about like uh, – like William Fried can fucking off film. Uh, I, I listened to that shit on uh, on his uh, WTF interview. That was a great he's episode. fucking right on. William Friedkin knows what's what. All the other guys who are his age need to get away from their fucking hard ons about film and uh, just fucking deal with the reality of what they can actually do now. And um, I don't know. I mean, like, look, I like the idea of film just as much as anybody, but like. But you gotta admit, man. I, I mean, look, I do look at this watching shit on Prince. I will fucking tell you that right now. That's true. Prince bro. looked like garbage almost all the time. No, I'll, they look like shit. Hundred percent agree with you. But you gotta admit, episode seven looked very, very different from episodes one, two, and three. It looked a hell of a lot more like four, five, six. But I don't think that had to do with the digital cinematography as much as it did uh, the different times that we're in considering that technology then and the technology of visual effects, as well as um, what was used for episode seven. I think that, I think it's the time difference that, that changes how it looks. It's not the medium itself. Perhaps this is, this is, this is a, this is an argument. This, this is a debate that will never end. <laughs> that, that may be true, but what you're arguing about is, is, uh, is, is digital technology that was high end and brand fucking new in 1999 when he started working on that film. No, you're, you're not wrong. And, and we're now 17 years past that. So to, to say that, like, if, Let's say Rogue One was shot on digital. If what right? I saw in that trailer was shot on digital, my balls would have exploded because I just don't. I mean, I and and, and if I'm wrong, I will eat my hat. But what well, I mean, I don't. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying like, uh, let's see. Um, I don't even know if it has the tech specs listed. Probably not. I don't know. Um, Ari Alexa 65 is what it's being shot shot on. Oh, the 65. Jesus Christ. Well, that's like I think that's an 8K camera, so it <clears> damn <throat> sure yeah. better look fucking great. <laughs> so, right, but like like that's what we're talking about is this huge difference in technology. Not to mention um like Lucas had like a weird aesthetic for all of those movies. That much is true. So I, it's so called I just green can't screen. Even judge it based <laughs> clearly on like digital or CG because if you go back and look at the production materials for all of the like episodes one through three, there were a shit ton of miniatures and locations and all kinds of shit that they did. 
Uh, it was not all green screen. That shit's a myth. Oh yeah. Um, and, and sure, like, you know, there are creatures that are in these films that are digital now or enhanced digitally and they look better than the stuff Lucas was doing. But you like that shit was 15 years before the fact. Right. So it's like saying like the computer animations in Tron don't look as good as the ones in uh, Tron Legacy. Ah, fair enough. Right. Like, like that's the argument that gets made. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think you just have to take each thing as it comes. Um, Can we talk about how Mon anyway. Mothma looks fucking amazing? And you're just like, yeah. holy shit, did they get the same fucking actress and just de-age her? No, it's just that damn good. Yeah. It's like, man, oh, man. I just seen, like, some familiar sets and stuff like that, I think, but yet still looking kind of... Uh, while old enough and throwbacky enough, still has enough of the new edge in there and stuff. Uh, I well, mean, Forrest Whitaker well, you know, looks she, sweet. She did this. This actress, Genevieve O'Reilly, did play Mon Mothman episode three. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So she's got a past. Yeah. So, but, so they're still like at least keeping some shit from those things. Well, that's nice. That's nice. Keep an actor in work, but she looks just fucking like her. I mean, that's, I guess that's the best part for her. Just yeah, like, wow, you look exactly the same. So this thing, uh, this movie came out, and immediately I started seeing on uh, like Twitter and other social media sites people uh, bitching about there being another female lead, mm -hmm. which uh, like doesn't even make sense to me. I just, I don't get it. I don't care. Well, I'm it's just... it's just like why would you? Yeah. And also like. Can't there be stories about fucking women in this fucking universe? Yeah. So, so there were. Two, you won't get a big old helping a Luke Skywalker in the next fucking film. So cool your jets. Yeah. Well, also like this whole fucking thing about uh, like uh, <laughs> about Ray, right? Mm -hmm. um, being being a Mary Sue, right? Being this uh, wish fulfillment character for female fans or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, as somebody who uh, I was discussing this with on Twitter pointed out, like, in the film, Star Wars, the main character's name is Luke Skywalker, right? Luke S. Who fucking wrote and directed Star Wars? That's a good point. Right? Oh, oh and, Star Wars? That could have been anybody. That first one, that could have yeah. been Lawrence Kasdan. We don't know. He ain't saying. <laughs> and... Right. And so like his, his name literally is Lucas. Right. Mm. And he gets one fucking lesson on being a fucking Jedi on his flight to fucking Alderaan or whatever the fuck. Right. Like that's it. And then he's just in the <laughs> middle of the shit at the end of that movie. That is true. It's not like he goes through all his fucking Yoda training before he saves the entire fucking galaxy from the Death Star. Well, that's not. You're, you're not wrong, but devil's advocate, that shooting shit was already something he was good at, and he used what tiny bit of which, the force he already knew to kind of help that shit along at the end. Which is exactly the argument for Ray, right? Oh, fair enough. I'm just saying what I'm... Like, I'm like not she thinking. was a tinkerer. She knew how to fly shit. That's what I liked about her, because to me, All that's that what shit, gave right? a great backstory with her, is that she would know her way around this shit. So they, they didn't do it as like, oh, it didn't seem like, oh, she just knew it. They gave it a backstory. So when she did do the stuff, you were just like, well, of course right. she would know how to do well, that Well, except that these assholes took it as she just magically fucking knew how to fly the millennium falcon it's like well no she's flown other fucking things yeah she's discussed being able to fly right and like i mean she was going towards a better looking ship so clearly yeah. she knows what's well, better you know and 
and literally the way she makes her fucking living on this planet is salvaging from other ships. So she knows what every fucking part does on it. They got to know how they work. Otherwise, you know, what, what do you just bring it back? A pile of screws? Yeah, bullshit, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that fucking argument happened. And then another one that just blew my fucking mind was, uh, and of course what he meant was there's another fucking woman in it, right? But uh, the comment was, this isn't Star Wars. It's like, what the fuck are you right. talking you're, about? You're this right. is it's Rogue literally One. Lucas Cannon Star Wars. <laughs> this isn't that this, Star Wars. This fucking, this fucking happened in Star Wars. They talk about people stealing the fucking plans from the deaths for the Death Star. <laughs> this is the shit that happened five minutes before Star Wars, son. Yeah, right? Like, uh, oh, people, man, are just like, I get it. Uh, you know, you're fucking got a little weenus and you're hanging out in your fucking house and you're pissed off that like women want to be able to play in your fucking sandbox. But fuck you, you know, like it doesn't fucking matter. It matters to women, which is something that should be acknowledged, right? The, the women who are fans of these franchises. And on top of that, like, Oh, so fucking what? You have two movies now where there are female leads, as if you didn't have six fucking others as well as an entire set of two TV series beforehand that were all fucking men. Here's the thing, man. So what are who you fucking crying about? My question is this. Who don't like looking at pretty girls? Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, what is your fucking <laughs> weird obsession? Like I, I do. But right, like, like I guess they think like, well, in the original trilogy, like Leia was there, but she was just a princess, and it's like, well, not really. Like in that first movie, she's fucking shit up left and right, man. Yeah. She she's looking around to everybody else, going, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, she thinks that Han and Luke are fucking incompetent idiots, which they fucking are, which is why there's humor in those movies. This is very true. Uh, so I don't fucking get it, man. It's just like Jesus fucking Christ. I guess we're gonna have to put up with. Uh, fucking seven goddamn months of this shit. Nah, honestly, people, it's going to go away. People complaining about shit. Well, it's the internet. Uh, I mean, people are going to complain about, you know, look, if it's hot, well, if it's yeah, sunny outside, people just go, well, we're going to drought. If it's raining yeah. outside, it's called I can't do nothing. So you're fucked but, no matter where you go. It's just like, you know, look, man, uh, all this fucking oh, fem feminist propaganda talk bullshit that comes around like, well, I'll say this. So far, the two films that that shit's been bandied about so fucking uh, freely about uh, are Mad Max and The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. I'd say that's a pretty fucking good record, so let's keep at it, maybe. Yeah. Like, like so far, that shit seems to bode well for science fiction movies. Yeah, they do really well like this. You ever fucking seen this shit? Because guess what? The dudes that are into that kind of science fiction shit, they're going to go fucking see it. And the ladies who would have never fucking seen that shit before just go, oh, there's a lady involved and she's like kicking ass and stuff? Fuck yeah, I'll go but see that. But also, I just really like those fucking movies. And so if this and, is the thing, and, like... And they're good, exactly. Yeah, like, like if, if them writing female characters is what gets them to make a good fucking screenplay... Fucking do it. Yeah, write one with art. If you make it with, if it's just like, man, there's a ream of Aardvark movies out there because all the Aardvark movies are fucking amazing, make those goddamn Aardvark movies. Right. Just, just do it. Just do it. make what's fucking good. If, it, if the lady shit's working right now, fucking ride that Because I got to tell you, and we're about to talk talk about it in depth uh, for at least a minute. <laughs> uh, like, we're going to say some shit here in a minute. But uh, I will say this. Uh, I'd rather just see a fucking good movie 
no matter how they have to fucking frame it or write it or whatever else than the shit that we watched this week. Wow. All right. With that said, <laughs> let's get into it. Here is uh, the trailer for our new release review this week. Here's a trailer for I Saw the Light. Let's give a rousing welcome to Mr. Hank Williams. All right, boys, let it roll. Hey, good looking. When he first came to see me, he played some songs he'd written, and I offered him a contract right then and there. Cooking something up with me. Most of the time, I did. <laughs> Say hey, sweet baby. Congratulations. You have a son, Mr. Williams. <laughs> He's going to have a real day. Not like it was for me. It's a brand new recipe. Hey, drinking like a fish tonight. Can you write me, Hank? A little poem of the Lord. Why don't you write me a poem? I might have to get to know you a little better. There's a lot of speculation about the hard lives that folk singers live. What do you mean, hard? You go out on the road and you sleep with a different woman every night. I need you with me. You think you can treat me right then? I can try. Business is tough on marriage. Marriage is tough on marriage. You're barely even here. You're barely even a father now. Hey! Boy, I'm a professional at making a mess of things. Everybody has a little darkness in them. I'm talking about things like anger, sorrow, shame. I show it to them. And they hear it. And they don't have to take it home. Country music, it's sincere. Man sings a sad song. He knows it's sad. That was a trailer for I Saw the Light, our new release review of this week. IMDb plotline. As we know, IMDb always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. The story of the country western singer Hank Williams, who in his brief uh, life created one of the greatest bodies of work in American music. The film chronicles his rise to fame and his tragic effect on his health and personal life. Uh, This is directed by uh, Mark Abram, starring Tom Hiddleston, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Maddie Henson, Bradley Whitford, Cherry Jones, handful of others as well. Um, right. So we we see a lot of biopics out here and there and everywhere mm-hmm. in between. This uh, guy's only two films are biopics, and his other one is rubbish too. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know. I haven't seen his other movie, but he's mostly a producer. This uh, Mark Abrams guy. So, yes. Uh, you know, I I kind of see a bit of a um, hey man. So like I'm artistic. Because and that's the thing you see a lot of producers a lot of times and you you look out throughout the entire Hollywood history and you'll find this mm-hmm. uh, of of people that are more shall we say business people who think they're maybe a little bit more above the line creatively. Yeah, well, and there are some people who are really creatively above the line. Oh, there are those. Uh, they right? do like, exist. Like your Joel Silvers, uh, right? Your mm-hmm. Joel Silvers. Your uh, I know that this will be uh, contentious, but you're Jerry Bruckheimer's. I, I'll agree with that. Um, uh, but also, like, you just need to fucking understand what your position is sometimes. And those two guys would never like go out on their own and direct a fucking. Well, and I and I and I think about this too about and and I think the shoe also goes on the other foot at the same time as well. I mean, look at what 
Brett Ratner has done with his producing label uh, for for the Brett uh, Rat Pack stuff. That guy's fucking yeah. everywhere, and he's making like, and he's producing great fucking films. Yeah. So you know, it can go both ways. Right. He may not be the best of directors, but damn it, he's he's been putting out some pretty good films over the last ten years here, just from from yeah, producing course, efforts right? and stuff. So you know. Uh, so this movie, uh, I saw the light as a pretty straightforward retelling of Hank Williams life, uh, in a very specific moment, right? Like kind of right before he breaks big Mm -hmm. to, uh, his death and it ends really abruptly at his death. Uh, I felt like, I mean, I, I also kind of liked it. It might have been the best part of the movie was him dying. Um, I mean, how they handle it. Uh, not Hank Williams' death was the best part of the movie. <laughs> Woo-wee, a legend is dead. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I had major issues with this fucking thing. Um, Tom, I'll say the things I liked about it first. Okay. Uh, Tom Hiddleston is good. Yeah, he's great. I think I think he really, uh, I, I like him because like he, he kind of looks like him, maybe not a ton, but enough. Well, he, he gets the mannerisms down, which is more than enough, right? Like yeah. the the hunched over posture, the like weird waggle he has on stage. He's just kind of slim build and everything, and it all yeah. yeah. He, he gets he gets the physicality of it, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, like I don't, I'm not a firm believer in people have to look like shit, right? Like, yeah. uh, like Fassbender in uh, in uh, Steve Jobs, right? Yeah, did really doesn't look really high, look but- like Steve Jobs, but uh, he kind of had his physicality down. And he damn sure played the fuck out of the character. Yeah, I mean, he had. There was a lot of you. You felt that coming out of the character, even though he didn't really quote unquote look like him, if you will. But yeah, right. Um, and so Tom Hiddleston's good. Yeah, he's 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 enjoyable in this. Um, I, I like I everybody's doing that, their own singing. That's nice. Uh huh. I will say that I don't mind Elizabeth Olsen in this film. I don't think it's her uh, fault. What's that? I I don't think th- I don't think it's her fault. Any no. Any, I, I, I don't think it's her fault. I, I actually like, I don't blame any of the actors. Right. No. And most of them other than those two and some of the band are not in it that much. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty narrow playing field that we're on. Right. What is awful about the movie is, um, it's pretty much all about Hank Williams, bad back and his drinking. Mm hmm. A little bit about his creative genius, mm-hmm. but mostly what it's about is slogging for 20 minutes at a time from plot point to plot point to plot point and taking four fucking ever to get there yeah. and not being particularly interesting to look at or watch or experience in the meantime. It's dynamic in no ways at all. None, right? It Even the like the, the way it, that anything. it's edited in an like with ellipses, right? So the passage of time is a little more fluid and less concrete, right? Um, it just fucking does not work. And uh, like by the end of the film, it's just well, I fucking just watched nothing. It was the least interesting biopic I've ever seen. I think. I mean, like I, I, I liked it a little bit more than you. I mean, I didn't really love it by any stretch of the imagination, but I think I liked it more than you did. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you'll you'll get if you want to just go like, hey man, so I'd like to see you know people in modern times dress up in olden times and sing songs I enjoy. 
this would be great. <laughs> this would be a great movie for you. But uh, there are so many biopics you could watch that aren't this that no, are better. 100% true. 100% where that true. is exactly what's happening. Right? But and, and like you said, I, the, the, everyone is like the actors are all fine and everything. I think it's the screenplay and everything that they got to work with. The screenplay, the editing. Yeah. Like this, this fucking movie needs to be half an hour shorter. Mm-hmm. It needs to uh, like, I don't like look better. It looks like shit. Right. It's like all um, soft lighting. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking movie is soft lighting and it's got this weird old timey glow about it, which I guess would work if anything in the fucking movie was interesting and warranted that flavor. Um, I don't know, man. I hope that uh, everyone involved who's not an actor, including all of the cast and, and, and especially the crew, never get another fucking job. <laughs> Like, I just fuck it. Like, fuck this shit. The editor should never get another job. I'm borderline on on the uh, on the director. Like, I mean, based on the evidence of his two films, I'd say no. But this movie is mainly a blunder of like not being able to piece a fucking manageable story together out of the pieces the editor was given. Okay, well, the editor, you know, now he's got uh, the uh, Alpha Dog. The Notebook. He also does have Adventures of Pluto Nash. you got to blame that one in there. Bless the Child, American History X. Of course, then again, American History X, you could really argue Ed Norton edited that one. Uh-huh. Um, copycat, he did. Dennis the Menace. Nah, hmm? Look, he had, Dennis he had the some great shit, right? Like, networks back there. Oh, he did network. Fucking A. Right? Like, That's a really it, good right, one, yeah. he, Like, he did some really great shit. I'm just saying this movie just is an, edited like fucking hot garbage. Look at it. He's been he's been, he's been been rocking and rolling since 1968. This is an old-timer that they could get and say, hey, look, he's kind of prestige. He's worked on all these films, but he may not be up to snuff, you know, uh, well, in the 21st century here. I feel like his job as an editor on this film was probably literally sitting there with the screenplay and saying, <laughs> okay, yep. well, this cut goes here. And this cut goes here, and this cut goes here, instead of having any sense of pacing or, like, doing a job, right? Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll probably put this on the – I'll put, probably put most of that on the director then. I mean, because honestly, the editor does – at the end of the day, he's going to do whatever the fuck he says to do. Uh, but, yeah. Well, okay, so fine. Never fucking hire the screenwriter, okay. the editor – or the director for this fucking movie. Fair enough. I guess if you're like the fucking key grip or like the PA telling people now's the time you walk through the door or whatever the fuck, you can keep your next job. They can't help it. They were just in Louisiana at the time and that was all they could fucking do. But I was so goddamn bored by this fucking movie. I wanted to fucking shoot my head out. I would have I would have literally watched anything in the in any other theater at this point. <laughs> I like I've uh, walked next door to that fucking uh Jesus saves God not dead movie uh in instead of sit through this fucking movie at certain uh, points. So just just to say I, I I knew someone who was going to see that movie and 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 you know was probably was a little bit more even for the audience for that still didn't like it. That's a bad sign. Mhm. <laughs> that even the people that it's like hey this is an Did You ask them why? They just it just said awful, just like boring, and the acting was terrible. Would would they say it was too preachy? <laughs> I don't know. Probably, I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't go I'm into it because honestly, I'm not curious. Your, if the plot of your movie is to fucking prove that the ACLU is out to destroy the country, uh, holy shit! 
they're out to do that in other ways, but not in that way. <laughs> well, fu- fucking a, I wish they'd just do it then. Yeah. Like if that's what their purpose is, then let's fucking roll with it. Fuck all that other noise. Let's burn them to the ground. I like this idea so, already. <laughs> and I want to watch it flame out. Uh, but no, look, I mean, if you enjoy the actors that are in this, if you like, if you're, if you're a big Tom Hiddleston fan or something, you know, you could do worse, but it's just, honestly, it's, Oh, wouldn't you rather just wait until you can see him in that uh, AMC miniseries with uh, what's his name? It's coming up. Oh, what what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? I saw that and it just I was just like I about had a heart attack. It looked fucking great. What the fuck was that? Well, I'll look it up. I forget, uh, but I saw that trailer and I was just like, the oh, night shit. Manager. the night manager. Yeah, I looked at. It, I was like, oh shit, what is this? I like. Yep. Uh, so I'm down it's with him, that. Him and Hugh Laurie. That's gonna be the. That's gonna be. That's the um, more or less. Walking Dead's done. Here we go. Here's this thing, kind of in the interim. Yeah, it's, <laughs> is that what that it's is? the the filler between Fear of the Walking Dead and uh, new season of Walking Dead, like late summer kind of thing. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but it looks fucking good. Uh, it's you know from John Le Carre, uh, who like master of fucking thrillers. You know. <laughs> anyway, anyway. But uh, yeah, so. if you if you need to see Tom Hiddleston, uh, you know. Go see this one. Although be be aware, not the sexiest Tom Hiddleston that you could see. No, he's not. He's not doing the best. <laughs> I mean, he he is an alcoholic who has back problems. Right. That's that's the character. And that's but, it. But he does got some amazing smiling going on. It's good. And like and like, look, I, I like I, I like that kind of country music and stuff. It's 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 good for me. I enjoy it. But, uh, you know. It is what it is. Uh huh. I don't know. It it certainly is that. First and that's of, about all it is. <laughs> now let me ask you this, Matt. Uh huh. What the fuck is Hollywood doing to us? Hollywood? Yes. What do you mean? Why does Hollywood decide that they're going to release movies like like we had this one and, and the and the Greek one come out, and then there's like, hey, by the way, here comes your next week. We're going to give you everything. Oh, I don't fucking know, man. I try not to think about about that shit sometimes. Because, okay, so next week, next week's episode, we got got a big show. It's fucking huge. I don't know if we're going to fit all these in. We may have to stretch this out over two weeks. One tonight just to squeeze them in. Jesus, H. Um, God damn it, asshole. So we're going to be seeing uh, Melissa McCarthy's new movie, The Boss. Uh Hardcore Henry, which people are like, dude, if you wanted to see a video game on screen, bitch, here you go. It is there. Yep. Uh, so a lot of talk about that. Uh, what was the other ones? Because they're not this thing. Demolition uh, may be coming out, uh, but I don't know how wide it's going. I don't know if that's here. Um, I forget what I'd already looked at them, but I didn't write the damn things down because I'm forgetful. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean those are like the big one, but then like I mean the rest of this fucking month is just. I mean, so I in the sky just came out. That's that. That's that's another one. What was the other? Yeah. Um, Big, oh, but right, like like in a couple weeks, it's demolition. Yeah, yeah, I got demolition here. Do you got that? Yeah, okay. I think so. I haven't looked, so but we'll do, I'm sure it's here. Yeah, if it's here, it's it's um, got to be there. So yeah, we'll so have like, demolition. But then like the 15th, right? Jungle Book, Barbershop, Criminal, Green Room, maybe some other shit. Sing Street is supposed to come out then. Which one's that one? That's the one from John Carney, the guy that directed Once. Uh, that's like the new wave musical. Set in Ireland. You seen a trailer for that uh, yet? Not that I can record. Uh, it looks pretty good. I don't give a shit about his other movies, but that one looks all right. 
Um, and then just from there on, right, there's fucking Huntsman Winter's War, Elvis and Nixon. Uh, Elvis hope- and Nixon looks like it's going to be something else, man. Hell yeah. I can't fucking wait. <laughs> Michael Shannon just played the oddest fucking Elvis you could ever imagine. Yeah. And Spacey just like chewing on a couch as Nixon. Right? Yeah, it looks fucking good. Uh, so there's that, uh, Tom Hanks has a new movie coming out from Tom Tequer, the guy who, uh, co-directed with the, uh, Wachowskis, um, Cloud Atlas, but also made like Run Lola Run and, uh, that movie with Clive Owen, The International, um, very capable director. Uh, then it's just like, it just keeps rolling. Keanu, that fucking new Gary Marshall holiday movie on Mother's Day. Uh. Ratchet Aren't you Clank. all excited for that? No. Does anyone feel like the Ratchet and Clank movie's coming out 15 years too late? Yes. <laughs> it's just like, hey, hey, you guys remember you remember Ratchet and Clank, right? You're like, who? Ratchet and Clank from PlayStation, fucking forever and a day ago. And you're like, kinda. Uh, do but there we, is one. Do we want to see that, that uh, as a movie? I want to. What's that? I said, do we want to see that as a movie? I don't know. Sure. Uh, there's one week. I think. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, so in the span of two weeks at the end of May, May 20th Fucking and no. May 27th, summer's a bitch in the span of these two weeks, angry birds, neighbors Two, the nice guys, X-Men apocalypse, Alice through the looking glass, take away Alice. I'm looking forward to all of them. Then the, then the following week, a little light, but then June 10th conjuring Two. now you see me too. Warcraft. Ugh. Then the next week, Finding Dory, Central Intelligence. Man. Then the next week, The Shallows, Independence Day Resurgence. Like, it's just a fucking... So we want to tell you to people get- that this is the place you go to to hear reviews for all of those movies. We're going to hit all this shit, guys. I promise it you. It will hear happen. Out. It's hitting. Uh, so we'll be talking about that and stuff. But uh, yeah, so yeah... And we finally get a fucking movie there hasn't really even been a fucking trailer for, except for the Super Bowl spot, I think, at the end of July, that I'm really looking forward to. Um, what's that? Jason Bourne. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They really have kept that under wraps, haven't they? I can't fucking wait. I love those movies, man. I even like the one with Jeremy Renner, but it's not as good as the others. I still haven't seen that one yet. Is, is, it's all right. It's all right? Okay. It's all right. Fair enough. It, you know. It was it was made out of necessity. <laughs> it's called this motherfucker won't come back here. Yeah, and then of course, right, uh, green grass comes back. And yeah, get a little bit of bread. Anyway. And of course, I, I heard one of the big reasons was is because they didn't like what's what was the uh, director of that flick? Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, Matty Damon didn't like him. Yeah, I forget his fucking name. Anyways, it don't matter. We'll talk about it later. All right, so that is it, everybody. Matt, where can we find more of your work on the internet, sir? Uh, follow me on Twitter. At Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith, and I'll be on that bitch. All righty. On that bitch. On that biash. Uh, of course, my other podcast, Hero Movie Podcast, at HeroMoviePodcast.com. Coming up, kids, episode 100. And uh, we're excited about that. We crossed episode 100 here, but we didn't make a big deal of it. But we decided to make a big deal of it over there because we just said, hey, is there a week we can not watch yet another shitty movie? <laughs> and we said, yes. <laughs> 
And so I'm going to put together some clips and stuff. So it's going to be a fun time. So head over to HMP for a little navel gazing. And I also said that this is going to be a great place for us to go for like people that are brand new to the show. Just be like, hey, what's the show about? Go listen to episode 100. Kind of gives you a backstory as to, you know, what the fucking show is and stuff. So that's kind of the idea of that as well for nice jumping on points. Um, that's it, everybody. So next week we talk the boss. We talk uh, hardcore Henry and probably a crapload of other things because that's what we do around here, motherfuckers. And I'm getting cable, Matt. Can you believe that? Everybody else Ooh. is dropping it, and I got some. So Ooh. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> that's it, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. She chased me out of class. She was strapped with a ruler. Went to the bathroom, rolled myself a ruler. Went bottle in hand at the microphone stand. Hey, yo, homeboy, what you drinking, man? recorded a new show ain't that fancy? felt good ain't that fancy like a release well yeah we had to rest up because uh lord knows it's coming down <laughs> oh, well man. that's okay could be worse it could be worse. yeah so uh thanks thanks for coming back uh those loyal listeners who are still listening right yeah, now we know you as people we know you as there We're sorry we didn't have more. I am launching an individual series on the same channel soon, so it'll come up in the feed. So more stuff coming your way, so, you know, get over it. (laughs) Yes. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, and, um, so, listen, we're going to do a little fourth wall break in here, and we're going to do this for the people that listen all the way to the end of this show and listen to HMP. So, Mm -hmm. you know, most people probably don't do both, (laughs) but, um, please, well, they, they fucking should, they should because they're stupid if they don't. Uh, so you that are listening, if you heard that, you're not stupid. So there you go. Um, Matt, write us in a fucking letter to that show. We got one, we got one 100th episode. Uh, Oh God almighty. We got one, uh, congratulations email so far. We're like, we need at least two. (laughs) So write us an email. I don't care if you just uh, say. I don't care. I'm gonna if, send a picture. I don't care. Yeah, that'll a work. Giant, on, a giant cock and balls. That'll work on a podcast. Look, yeah, even well, if it, even if it's just like I love notes. the episode that uh, that Matt was on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, just be like, I'll fucking do it. Sounds like something I would do. For I, OTC. I really like, like you know those episode episodes. That I was Matt on. guy was on from the film oh, find. He bring knows that, a lot about movies. Bring you that should, fucker like, back. He's good. Should have him back. He's good. I mean, like. I like listening to y'all just talk about comic books as if they're not movies or whatever. But maybe a movie guy would be good over there. That's true. <laughs>
for a change for a change uh but yeah we got all this kind of crazy sh- i'm just like uh, my head i'm so out. fucking tired by the way of hearing all the fucking negative shit about batman versus superman at this point oh yeah 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 you've been going on about that what's your, i'm just fucking what's your tired beef? what's your beef player well, it's just like, like okay, well, it's not a great movie, but do I need four million fucking think pieces about this shit? Uh, you follow more of those think piecey people, I think. Because I, I mean, like, I just. I mean, potentially, people. it's it's also just like they get shared constantly online, yeah. and so I, like they pop up all the fucking time. And it's just like, so you Jesus gotta go, Christ, you we gotta get it. Everybody fucking route. hates Zack Snyder. Everybody was all right with fucking uh, Bruce Wayne and all that shit. Yeah. The movie still ended up making way more money than most fucking movies ever will. So what's the fucking point at this point? Well, I mean, DC kind of, I mean, they, they cut back on some movies even. So it wasn't as stellar, stellar of a performance as they had, uh, you know, hoped and wished and dreamed. Um, so they've, they've kind of cut back on some of their future stuff, which I can't say is very shocking. What did they cut back? I haven't. I don't. Well, I, I don't. I, I can't remember precisely. I think it was more stuff that we kind of didn't know about, like uh, you know, quote unquote. Hey, future stuff's coming here, and they've also added more. Like, hey, instead of doing X, Y, or Z, we're doing A, B, and C. I don't. I don't fucking really. Well, I hope that one thing they add is a fucking solo Batman movie, because goddamn it, if I'm going to have to sit well, through a shitty fucking Aquaman film, it's all right. Supposedly, uh, Affleck's already written one. And well, yeah, of course, but should, like that, just put that shit on the fucking schedule. And I don't give a fuck says, what you have to pay the guy. Sign the fucking papers and put it on the schedule. Well, they'd be smart if they, well, if they're just like, because because it's Warner Brothers and like Warner Brothers is letting him do him, so they're like, okay, it, it, they're gonna get him. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna turn him into Nolan because they're gonna give him a hey, you can do you do one for us and then you can have one for yourself. Oh yeah, I mean they've got a working relationship with him anyway. Yeah, so I think I think that's I think that are going to get very much on that Nolan S schedule. It's just like, hey, look, you can do whatever you want to do. We'll give you one of those, but you got to come and play in our sandbox too. So, uh, no, I you know I'm not a bad trade off, and I, I like Ben Affleck as Batman, and I like Ben Affleck's you know uh, movies. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I've, his directorial stuff I I thoroughly enjoy. So I I hope he keeps it up. No, I do too. I just I like. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I've, I guess there's like five people out there who really want a fucking Aquaman movie. I, you know, who, I just, mm. right? Like, when, even when I saw that that was one they were doing, I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. That's going to be a solo movie. It's, uh, it's, just introduce him in a Justice League movie and have like the plot somewhat revolve around that shit yeah, it's like for some people where they should have like a whole origin story and stuff they're just like nah <laughs> yeah well like like the fucking suicide squad right it's just like yeah, we don't need oh, a so boomerang we're just solo introduce film? all these fucking characters here captain boomerang solo film <laughs> well you don't need that shit either it's just you know like i don't nah, fucking know what you would do with air but but it is just what do you think about him going back to well so the, the initial reports was, hey, we're going back to shoot more funny stuff. And then Jai Courtney comes out and be all like, uh, actually, we're just going to go back and shoot more story and stuff. And I'm just like, well, I don't know that it's to shoot more story because I, I just don't see uh, old what's-his-face there being kind of like uh, David Ayer being like, oh, I'm not paying attention to the story. We need to add more story. He doesn't come right. across as that guy to me. But the weird thing is, is they're doing reshoots for three fucking weeks. 
Yep. So that's a lot of that's a that's many independent films entire you know fucking run. Well, is shooting for three weeks. I so you're shooting three I, weeks well, of reshoots. Well, is here's big. my speculation on this shit: is they can say that it's they want to make more funny stuff or they want to make more uh, story stuff. I don't think either of those things are true. <laughs> I think I think that probably what they're doing is they're they're probably shooting around shit that refers to something that was planned. And is now no longer happening because of BVS. Interesting. That's what I'm going to throw out there. Like I, I'm going to come down and say there but was even, probably something that was set up in this movie that was planned for down the line that is no longer happening. And so they have to shoot around all kinds of shit now. Maybe, but it would have to be big to fill up three weeks. Three weeks is a long fucking time. That well, is, I mean, like shooting more day. funny shit doesn't take three weeks either. No, you know it I mean? doesn't. It doesn't. And and I've heard action set pieces. They're like they're putting more. I'm like you're putting more action set pieces in. Who the fuck stops shooting and just goes? You know what? We need another giant big set piece outside of Arnold in Terminator Three, where he paid for I mean, that ma- whole thing. Maybe. Where he was smashing through that fucking building and shit. Outside of that, you know. Yeah, I mean, maybe right, but but I I'm going either that or they're shooting a lot of stuff that is supposed to set up other things. That weren't set that, up that and, are, I would, and are no longer going to be set up in other movies. I would probably – I'd put my money on that one. I like but, that one. But regardless of what they're shooting, I think it all ties back into BVS and the change in plans that DC has. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on. Uh, yeah, I think they – I think you're right. I think they're trying and to – And that might refer, be story stuff. Yeah. Right? I think they but, could revert back to it. I think that would that – would, and honestly, I think it will work for them too. I think, I, I think that's a good idea is to kind of refer back to that movie and really just go, I mean, they're doubling down on the world building stuff, on the big universe building stuff. So I, I think that's a good thing. I, I, if, if that's what the plan is, and I wouldn't be shocked if it was, I think that's a, I think that's a good move. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to just, I don't want you to suck the dick of the other movie, but I want you to, you know, fucking make it good. Right. I don't know. All right, so that's a nice long show for today, so everybody enjoys that, so, you know. All right, we'll see you all next week. More stuff. Peace.